Podcast Answer Man, episode number 388. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everyone. This is Michael Hyatt from This Is Your Life and MichaelHyatt.com. You're listening to the man who has trained more people to podcast than anyone else on the planet. My friend Cliff Ravenscraft, he is the podcast answer man. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast answer man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and this, my friends, is the podcast devoted to helping you take your message, your business, and your life to the next level. That's right, my friends. It does not matter if you are brand new to this online content creating world we live in or if you've been creating content for many years, there's something we can all do to take everything we do to the next level. That's right, my friends. And I am so excited because of the new freedom that is afforded to me as the result of decisions that I announced in last week's episode where I had told you that I freed up my Thursdays, I'm no longer committed to broadcasting live, and, well, I am now recording this episode on Monday, January 5th. It won't be released until Thursday, January 8th, but, well, I'm getting ready to leave tomorrow afternoon, heading out of town to Nashville, Tennessee, going to hang out with my friends Dan Miller, Ray Edwards, Jeff Goins, Ken Davis and some other like-minded people and uh, looking forward to that opportunity. Been planning it for several months, so I'm going to be out of town. I'm recording this week's episode in advance and I am excited about what I'm going to share with you today. If you want to know, I am going to talk about two things, actually. First and foremost, I want to give you an update on Patreon I've been doing a test with Patreon, and I'm going to give you an update on how that test has gone and why I've decided to shut down two accounts that I had with them. If you want to learn about that, stay tuned. After that, I want to share with you some feedback that I got from the very lengthy email that I sent out. It was a very long email. I even read the whole email in last week's episode. I want to share with you the kind of feedback that I'd been receiving from it. If you wanna know how many people unsubscribed as a result of that very long email, or maybe some of the things people responded with after they saw that big, huge email from me, then stick around, I'll share that as well. I might even answer a, a question off the voicemail feedback hotline if I get a chance to do it here as well. But let's go ahead and first start off by talking about Patreon. Now, if you had not been listening to prior episodes recently, of Podcast Answer Man. I talked about Patreon a couple weeks ago. If you want to go back, that was episode number 383, and you can go just directly over to podcastanswerman.com slash 383. It's actually been one month. Uh, it was on December 4th. I, I shared that I was doing a test, and I wanted to find out you know, what it would be like to go ahead and create an account for pursuing a balanced life. That was really the the main uh, show that I wanted to get some support for 
financially because it, it is a completely different thing than my coaching and consulting business here with podcasting. It's something that, to be honest with you, I feel more called to as the overall reason why I left my career in insurance to pursue podcasting and content creation in the first place. And here I am not really generating any kind of income from that side of my business these these days. I, I've kind of focused everything over here on the podcast answer man side, which I still plan on doing. And of course, I went ahead and set up an account for a show that my wife and I do called Family from the Heart. And I also set one up uh, for podcast answer man. I had mentioned in episode 383 that with the system on how Patreon is set up right now, uh, you can't have three different Patreon creations. You would have to actually create three different Patreon accounts under three different email addresses, and I had done all of that. And one of the things that happens is when you use Patreon to get paid, once people have pledged their amount per episode, you have to go over to the Patreon system and create and add a new quote-unquote creation, I believe is what they call it, and then it actually you know will charge them by doing that. But you had to go over there and, and initiate that and let Patreon system know that a new project or a creation or whatever, a podcast episode, in my case, has been created and should be billed to the people who have pledged per episode. Now, of course, if you did this per month instead of per episode like I have, then you would only need to go in once a month and you know your creation is a new month of content, right? But I loved, I, I explained in episode 383 why I chose the per episode route. And so I'm not going to go into the lengthy discussion and rehash that here. Again, all of that's back in episode 383. But one month later, what has my experience been? For the amount of exposure that I gave Patreon and the amount of time and energy and effort that I put into letting the community know that it was available to offer support, I'm pretty happy with the results of of what I've received so far. On Podcast Answer Man, I think I was up to $42 per episode in just four weeks. The reality is, is that, you know, there was, you know, me personally making sure of who who's getting what rewards for Podcast Answer Man, what reward are they getting, and am I actually remembering to include those things and then you know, I, I'm trying to simplify all of the things that I do on my business. And I, I decided, you know what, I, I've cut back on the, the live broadcast. I'm no longer doing the video. I have the freedom of my schedule to do this. I, I really want to make sure that my content, when I'm focused on Podcast Answer Man, I want to focus on preparing what am I going to talk about, making sure that the production is quality as far as the editing if necessary, and then I want to be able to put show notes on there and publish it and be done with it. I, th- I, that's what I want to happen. I want it to be as simple and straightforward as possible. And and the reality is, is that the support for Podcast Answer Man comes from, you know, the financial income from Podcast Answer Man is from the products and services that I sell and the affiliate products where people sign up for either like a Bluehost account or signing up for Lipson for the very first time using my discount code GSPN. There are a lot of other ways that I monetize what I do through Podcast Answer Answer Man. And while, yeah, there are a few people who probably aren't going to take advantage of any of those products or services either that I offer or that I represent as an affiliate, what I got to thinking is like, listen, if somebody was really looking for a way to say thank you, I think I'd rather forward them and say, listen, 
I'll tell you what, I don't have anything set up for Podcast Answer Man. Instead, I have this other show that really means a lot to me. Uh, and if you're really looking for a way to say thank you financially for what I've done with Podcast Answer Man, uh, then I would love it if you'd consider contributing towards pursuing a balanced life. And I would link them over to that. And I'm, I mean, I'm thinking, okay, well, you know, what about all this, you know, the 42 or 40 whatever dollars um, per episode that I was already getting? And I decided, you know what, let's just go ahead and end this program. So I actually contacted my friends over there at Patreon and asked them to completely delete and shut down my Patreon account for Podcast Answer Man. And I made that decision just yesterday and it's done. I personally reached out to every single one of those people who had supported the Patreon account for Podcast Answer Man and I let them know about this decision and everything worked out. Everything's fine. Uh, When it came to Family from the Heart, uh, we did not promote that very much. I think we mentioned it in one or two episodes. I had notified them that I was also deleting the account, the Patreon account for Family from the Heart. And so that was, uh, we got some feedback from that and everything's worked out fine. And so now I only have a single Patreon account and it is for Pursuing a Balanced Life. I have eight Patreons who are paying $26 per podcast episode. Now, that's not a lot, but it's a decent start. And I would imagine that some other folks who had, you know, who are still getting these emails in their inbox once they get to it here on a Monday, some of them will probably take what they were pledging for Podcast Answer Man and move it over to Pursuing a Balanced Life. Many of them will not. That's perfectly fine. And I even told them, I said, no pressure. I I appreciate the fact that you're just out there in the community and it's not that big of a deal if this is not something that you want to do. I will tell you this, I am still very excited about Patreon. I've just decided to simplify. And rather than trying to get what could be a mediocre response to three different campaigns, I've decided that when it comes to Patreon, I'm going to focus any promotion and and effort in building the support of a Patreon account to one single show, to one single account. And so that's why I've decided that Pursuing a Balanced Life is the show that I'm going to, to do that for. Now, not only that, but I have made the decision, and I think I may have mentioned it last week, that I have this crazy goal that I want to I want to take my own emphasis, my own focus on pursuing a balanced life. A podcast, which by the way, um, just yesterday I released my 590th episode of. So this is a podcast that I has I've been very much uh, producing for a very long time. I plan to consistently produce an episode every single week from this point forward. Even regardless of what the financial support is, it is the show that I feel most called to produce as a content creator. And so I want to get that show to the place where I am, I'm not only consistently, and which I'm already doing, consistently producing an episode every week, but producing content that is valuable and life-changing that people won't want to live without, and that the content will actually be so amazing that the existing audience will start telling other people about it, that I will start giving a lot more promotion and exposure to it here in in, in everything that I do, whether it be in talks or talking with people one-on-one, 
and especially in social media. You know, I, I've done some things to promote pursuing a balanced life over the years, but not nearly as much as I could. And so, yeah, I, I, look, I look forward to taking that to the next level. And I see, in my mind, the audience in 2015 growing significantly and also of those who are listening, the percentage of people who will say, wow, this is content that is really positively impacting my life in a tremendous way. And if I could get 1,000 people to, to pledge $1 per month, or if I could get 500, uh, or not $1 per month, but $1 per episode, which is about four or five bucks per month, but, or could I get them to do you know $2 per episode or $3 per episode? And I believe that it is possible that I could get to this crazy goal of $1,000 per episode for that podcast. And I think that that is more reasonable as a goal if pursuing a balanced life is the only Patreon account I have rather than trying to pursue all three. And so that's why I've made that decision and if you want to if you want to continue to follow my process in in this journey, feel free to check it out and just uh, you can bookmark the page patreon.com slash P-A-B-L and see how it goes. Just check in every now and then. See what the the amount is, and the number of Patreons and the amount per episode. And uh, hopefully we'll see it go up as I make these strides moving forward. The next thing I want to talk to you about, though, is the response from the lengthy email that I sent to my mailing list. I had told you guys last week that I have decided to make a strategy and I'm going to commit to emailing my mailing list once a week, once a week, every week in 2015, just to communicate to them something of value, kind of a lot like what I've shared in my last episode. I read the entire email. It was a lot of, it had a lot of a personal feel to it about, you know, my own personal experience and journey of what's going on. And it had some business related things. And, and in future emails, we'll have tips about, uh, you know, applications that I use, tools that I use to be more productive and effective, um, all of that kind of stuff. I'm just looking forward to consistently, week after week, communicating inside of uh, a message from me to my community via an email in people's email inbox. If you want to be on that uh, recipient list, head over to podcastanswerman.com slash list and you can get signed up, which by the way, just by mentioning that last week, my subscriptions were way up. I mean, I could tell when people were listening to the episode because um, I, I saw several familiar names uh, that that I know listen to the show but were not on the mailing list but now are. And, of course, I saw a ton of new subscribes coming in that were above and beyond what would normally come in throughout the week. So, yeah, if you want to be on the list, go over to podcastanswerman.com slash list. Now, what kind of responses did I get? Listen to this. After one week and after sending that message, I will tell you my unsubscribe rate uh, is surprisingly low. In fact, this is the very first time I actually had only one unsubscribe after sending a message. And that unsubscribe came, and it actually, and sometimes they'll leave a reason why they unsubscribed, and it said, too much spam. <laughs> and I'm like, what? 
too much spam is like okay the if anybody who would actually write too much spam on on why they're unsubscribed it's like first of all i've never spammed anyone and you signed up for the mailing list i mean come on but anyway one single individual unsubscribed since sending that that newsletter that email out to my entire list of folks and that's amazing usually i have about two or three people who unsubscribe and again in the past I'd only been emailing people when I have something new to promote as far as a product or service. And uh, and so, yeah, it, it, one unsubscribe, not a big deal at all. A lot of people subscribed as a result of hearing about it. And then a lot of people hit reply on the email and it came back to me and, I, and they said wonderful things. So many people had talked about how my sharing my own personal fitness goals and my priorities for 2015 has inspired them to set some pretty significant goals for themselves. And as a result of that, who knows, just out of maybe there'll be 20 or 30 or 50 people who over the next 12 months all of a sudden radically make changes to their own personal fitness and health. That is just awesome to think that one email could have that impact in people's lives. And so I'm, I'm excited about that. But I have one particular email response uh, that I want to share with you, and I'm going to read it to you. Now, I did not ask for permission to share this person's email, uh, that you know, this response with you. So for that reason, what I've done is I have removed like four different personal details out of this, and I'm not going to tell you where they were removed, but what I'm about ready to read to you, there's absolutely no possible way that this could be tracked back to any single individual. But I do want to share with you what I what I have not removed from the email response because it will communicate to you the value of just being human, all right? And in fact, I think he uses this word these words. It says, "Cliff, happy new year. I have been on your list since December 13th, 2014, and this is the first email that I have ever received from you. I love it!" exclamation mark. I am used to getting marketing emails. They are always short and never take up the full width of the email window. Yours seems to break all the email rules, in quote, and he put quote, unquote, rules. Uh, Let's see here. However, that is a good thing because yours felt like a real email, like you sent it to me personally and not to me and however many other thousands of people on your list. I really liked what you shared in your email. I will be going back to look at your blog and products. I am still looking for a job, but soon as, as soon as I get on my feet, I plan to take your podcasting course. I feel in my spirit that I'm supposed to be starting a podcast this year. Anyways, I thank you again for your email. It is one of the longest I have received ever and one of the few that I have read in its entirety in recent years. Best wishes as you work towards your business and personal goals in 2015. God bless, and then he signs his name. So there you go. I was a little concerned about sending just a, a more personal nature email, just communicating from my heart to, to the list of people who had been you know, used to just receiving some you know, hey, here's a short little message about the next product or service that I have coming up. Usually announcements about podcasting A to Z. Uh, but 
it seems like my audience is extremely uh, open to hearing from me. And this is what my friends, you know, I've got some, some great friends, Pat Flynn, Matt, uh, Michael Hyatt, Ray Edwards, and, and so many other of my friends who are in this online marketing space and, and online content creation. And they've said, Cliff, you know, if people have given their name and email address, they're, what they're telling you is they would love to hear from you. You know, they, they, they want to hear from you. And I had always had this mindset, and this is why I share all of this. I had always had this mindset that other people were like me, that they're overwhelmed consistently day in and day out by all the email that they receive, and they they would just not want to have anything to fill their inbox that didn't absolutely essentially have to be. It wasn't essential that it didn't have to be there. And that's that's the feelings that I've had about you know mailing lists. I, I choose not to subscribe to them because of that. And well, I've I've learned from you know over the years of some of the response and specifically what I've got as a result of this particular email that people are eager to hear from me. And you know what? If they're not, they can just unsubscribe, and it's not the end of the world. In fact, it's not only is it not the end of the world, it's probably a good thing for them to to unsubscribe if that's not what they want. But I can't allow it to... Uh, I, 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 if these people are excited to hear from me communicating to them, the reality is, is that I, I know there are probably several hundred, maybe even a thousand people on my mailing list who are not consistently listening to my podcast every single week. And that doesn't hurt my feeling at all, but this gives me an opportunity to reach those people and and have a positive, profound impact in their life. And yes, occasionally I'll market uh, pod, my own products and services or even affiliate products that I represent. But the reality is, is that I'm going to be communicating something personal and professional and of value on a weekly basis to this community of people who have said, Cliff, here's my name, here's my email address. I'd love to hear from you. Ah, so some of my friends are saying Cliff has finally seen the light and that is exactly what I'm trying to share, my friends. And so if you do not have a mailing list yet, I encourage you to check out AWeber. That's what I use. I do have an affiliate link over at podcastanswerman.com slash AWeber, which is a blog post on my site that talks about why I switched from MailChimp over to AWeber years ago. And if you want to uh, sign up for AWeber to get a mailing list, then set up. Use my affiliate link there if you want to. If not, just head over to AWeber.com or you, if you want to, you can go to MailChimp.com. They're, they're very good as well. Uh, and there's plenty of other services out there. But the big message here from me to you is, number one, make it available for people to give you their name and email address and understand that when they give that to you, they're giving you the permission to communicate with them. And then I would tell you, communicate with them. Don't don't pass up that opportunity to take your relationship with that audience to the next level. Are you thinking of launching your own podcast and don't know where to start? You could have your own high-quality podcast online in just under four weeks, even if you have absolutely no technical knowledge about how podcasting works. Intrigued? 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 
Since 2006, Cliff Ravenscraft, the podcast answer man, has trained thousands of people on how to launch a successful podcast. Cliff has coached top-ranked podcasters such as Pat Flynn, Michael Hyatt, Michael Stelzner, Dan Miller, John Lee Dumas, and the list goes on. Podcasting A to Z is a four-week group training course that leads you step-by-step through the setup of your very own podcast. Not just the technical side, but also the mindset that goes into creating a successful show as well. One thing is certain. Yes, At the end of four weeks, you will have experienced one of the best investments you can make in taking your message to the next level. To learn more details about the course, head to podcastinga2z.com. Podcastinga2z.com. All righty, my friends. And then I do have one question that came in on the voicemail feedback hotline, and I'll go ahead and play that for you right here. Hi, Cliff. This is Jeff Herb from InstructionalTechTalk.com and the Instructional Tech Talk podcast. I'm calling in today because I have a specific question about a new segment I'm interested in doing on my show. And I'm not sure if it's actually something that should be done in my existing show, if it should become a spinoff show. I'm really kind of just at a loss as to how it should be done the best way. Uh, what I want to do is incorporate an audiobook club segment where we can listen to an audiobook and have different panelists on to talk about the different parts of the book as we progress through it. This would be, you know, nonfiction type titles all around the idea of education, and uh, I would be bringing in different educators to talk about the audiobook and how that can translate into, you know, schools and classrooms. So it's not something that I've really done on my normal podcast before. I usually have panel or guests on or I talk about different teaching strategies using technology. So this would be kind of out of the norm and slightly, you know, out of character for the podcast. So just want to know your thoughts about if that's something that should be incorporated into my existing podcast as a segment, or if you think it's better fit to be spun off as a different show entirely, and then as new books come up for the club, they would start essentially a different season. So, would love your feedback. I've been a long-time listener. I really appreciate all the content that you share. Uh, it's definitely made my podcast a lot better and brought it to the next level. Thanks so much, Cliff. Talk to you soon. Bye. All right, Jeff, thank you so much for the question. And, you know, I'm just going to give you my my thoughts off the top of my head here. First and foremost, when people start thinking about launching a second show, immediately the first thing that comes to mind is, who's the intended audience? Who is the intended audience? Is it different from the audience you already have? So if the target audience is different, then by all means, create a different show. Because the reality is, is that you want to you want to create pot, a podcast that is meeting the needs of your intended audience on a consistent basis. You don't want to create a show where you know half of your audience is served by some of the episodes, and the other half of the episode your know, audience is ser- best served by some of the other episodes, and and really nobody like very few people like every episode. What you want to get is you want to you want a podcast where your target audience, the people the people that you're specifically trying to reach, very targeted as narrow as possible, those individuals are finding consistently every single episode extremely valuable. You've said that you have been listening to Podcast Answer Man for a very long time 
And it sounds to me like you've been very happy consistently week after week with the content that I'm producing. Now, the reality is, is that I don't bring my Pursuing a Balanced Life podcast content over here. Um, I don't sit here and talk about my, you know, my latest, um, you know, struggle with, you know, workout, trying fitting my workout into my morning routine. And I'm not coming in and sharing all this stuff. It, it, that's a different intended audience. Whereas Podcast Answer Man is really focused on people who are small business owners they're, or they're, they're solopreneurs like uh, authors, speakers, um, p- people who have, uh, basically people who are, uh, who have the financial resources to you know purchase the products and services that I have, and who are also interested that could their where their business or their organization could benefit from the products and services that I have related to podcasting and online business and online mar- marketing and content creation and you know all that jazz. So that's the very tar- targeted market. Now the thing is, is my pursuing a balanced life podcast. Certainly, everybody who listens to Podcast Answer Man, I think, could benefit from my Pursuing a Balanced Life show. However, that show could also be uh, very beneficial to a lot of people who have no interest whatsoever in recording podcasts or creating online content consistently or anything related to business. There are people who could listen to Pursuing a Balanced Life and know that, yeah, you know, I, I talk about my business quite a bit in my Pursuing a Balanced Life show, but most of the things that I'm talking about are balancing the, the the different things that I have going on, time management, productivity, um, and, and a lot of fitness and health-related stuff, and really just other personal things, insights going on in my life, just sharing my journey. There are, there are people who are interested in that who aren't going to be interested in Podcast Answer Man, and so... I have two different audiences for those two different shows in mind when it comes to the target that I'm reaching. And and so that's why I have two different shows. And that's why I'm not going to be bringing a PABL segment into pursuing a balance or into podcast answer man. Now, the reality is is if your target audience is the same, if you're trying to reach the same people with the content that you're talking about with this book club segment uh, or if it was spun off into its own book club podcast, if your target audience is exactly the same, you're trying to reach the exact same people, one of the things that I can tell you is, well, mo- the existing audience that you already have are already subscribed 100%. This is awesome. 100% of your existing audience is already subscribed to your existing podcast. I can guarantee you that 100% of your existing audience is already subscribed to your existing podcast. Launch a second launch a second podcast and this is what I can guarantee you. If you're even though your intent is that 100% of the audience would love the the content of the second podcast and it's exactly the same target audience it's just a different style, different format, different content focus. Uh, I can guarantee you that even if 100% of your existing audience would love the second show, I will tell you right now, at least, at least 40 to 60% of your existing audience would never go over and subscribe to the second show. It just will not happen. 
And there, and it doesn't matter how often you do the you know the begging in your show. Go subscribe to our other podcast. The reality is, is people are very finicky about what they subscribe to. It, you know, saying yes to one thing often means saying no to something else. Uh, now there are very few people that have multiple shows that I subscribe to one more than one show. There are two examples that I can give you. Uh, Father Roderick Von Hogan, he's one of the first, pod- he's actually the second podcaster I think I ever found in this world, maybe the third. But anyway, Father Roderick Von Hogan, I've listened to his shows for years. He's a very close personal friend of mine, and I listen to three podcasts every week from him. I listen to a show called The Break with Father Roderick, uh, The Walk with Father Roderick, and Geek Week with Father Roderick. And also, every now and then, I'll listen to maybe a show that he does about The Hobbit or or some other like Doctor Who or something like that. So there, there's there's the excre- extreme case where I am so closely connected to somebody who's creating content that I'd listen to just about anything that's remotely within my realm. But I can tell you right now that that I am in a very small minority. I'm in the the minority of the people who would do that overall in the podcasting space. Now Leo Laporte has a ton of podcasts. And by the way, he has a ton of shows that are of extreme interest to me. But even though there are about nine different shows that Leo Laporte produces on a weekly basis that I might be interested, that I am would be very interested in, I only subscribe to two of them, This Week in Tech and MacBreak Weekly. And then I have a couple of my very close personal friends, people that I am extremely close to, that record more or that produce more than one podcast, and I am only subscribed to one of them. And so, my my thinking is that if your intended audience is this, you know, same audience, try to bring that content into your existing show. You're saying that it really doesn't jive with what you've always done. Well, there's no reason to say that you can't change things up. I mean, if there's any proof to that, check out Podcast Answer Man. Things today are different than they were a year ago. Things today and one year ago are different than they were two years ago or three years ago or four years ago with this show. It, things are changing and it's okay for you to do that. Now, when I hear segment, I usually think of, you know, 15, 20 minute spot. Maybe, you know, if you have an hour long show, maybe you could have a 30 minute segment. Um, my recommendation is is give it a shot. Um, what I would say it sounds to me like you're, and again, I don't have a ton of information about your show. I didn't go and click on it and check it out and listen to it and evaluate it and all this stuff. But if your your show is focused on a target audience where you're giving them some interviews every now and then and stuff like that, what I would maybe think of doing is once a month, let's just assume that you're producing your show once a week, every week. Once a month, I would just do an entire episode that that features an audiobook and a conversation with somebody about that audiobook and and kind of make that you know just a an ongoing thing once a month and then maybe you could do it every other week as one of these i i don't know it's completely up to you but um if you really feel like the audience is the same i would try to keep it in the same podcast and here's what i can tell you from experience i did uh at one point have a show called help i got a mac I also had another podcast called Business Tech Weekly. I had another podcast called Social Media Serenity. 
I had all three of those shows and and also let me give you a fourth one successful life mindset I had four different shows where the intended target audience was exactly the same as podcast answer man so I was doing five different podcasts all of them weekly all of them intended for the same audience and and I think it was January 2011, I decided to cancel a total of six shows. Uh, four of them were um, uh, Help I Got a Mac, Business Tech Weekly, Social Media Serenity, and Successful Life Mindset. I canceled all four of those shows, and I brought all of that content into this podcast. And as a result of that, all of my efforts in, in creating content um, that would be of interest to this one audience, I brought it all in here. So if you listen to Podcast Answer Man, guess what? Every now and then, you'll hear me talk about a Mac-only related topic. Uh, I talk about my MacBook Pro. I sometimes talk about my, um, my what is that called? The Intensity Extreme Thunderbolt thing that I got from Blackmagic Design. I, you know, I talk about Mac, how, I did a, how to connect your text messages over to, um, so you can text message from your, your phone or from your computer. I talked about upgrading to Mavericks and whether or not you should wait or not. All of that, that I've snuck that in. That's, that's help I got a Mac content. I've snuck it into Podcast Answer Man. I talk about business, business technology all of the time. I, I talk about day one application. That, that's a business tech tool. Um, it, that's also a Mac tool. You know, it's Apple only. So there's, it could have fit both. Uh, social media, I talk about social media here way more than I used to on Podcast Answer Man because I this is my outlet for social media news. So that that's my thinking on it, Jeff. I, I recommend that if your content is the, for this new segment is designed to be for the exact same target audience, don't suspect that that audience is going to follow you to a new show. Not everyone will. Uh, in fact, a, a small percentage of them will, and you'll be building another show, and your efforts and energy will be focused on trying to make two gr- shows great, and my recommendation is always trying to make one show great, and even I struggle with that because I produce three shows every single week with Podcast Answer Man, Pursuing a Balanced Life, and Family from the Heart. All right, well, my friends, it is now time to hit this music. I haven't done this in a while, and I just want to say... Thank you for tuning in to this new episode of the new year here and um, my second podcast of 2015. Again, I'm so excited about the freedom that I have in my schedule. Recording this on a Monday afternoon, it'll be processed. I'm going to tag this. I'm going to actually, I'm going to process it through Adobe Audition with my special secret sauce. I'm going to upload it to Libsyn. I will, after it's tagged. And then I'm gonna go ahead and open up WordPress, and I'm gonna type up the show notes, and I'm gonna—I'm not gonna save it as a draft. I'm going to go ahead and schedule the post to release on Thursday, January 8th at 5 a.m. And so Thursday morning, this thing's gonna go live. And sometime between now and Thursday, I'm—I'm I'm going to write an email, a personal little email that has some kind of valuable insight from things that are going on in my own journey of building my own brand and getting my message out into the world and taking it to the next level. I might talk about a technology tip or tool or two 
If you want to be the recipient of that email, again, sign up for my mailing list at podcastanswerman.com slash list. And uh, yeah, and then, yeah, that, that's, I'll tell you what, and one other thing, if you want uh, to see me speak, my next speaking engagement is going to be March 25th through the 27th in San Diego, California. That's coming up just around the corner, actually. So that's Social Media Marketing World. If you want to use my affiliate code to sign up for that conference, uh, it is at gspn.tv slash social media. Again, that's GSPN, stands for Generally Speaking Production Network, .tv slash social media. Alrighty. Yep, that's going to do it. Thank you guys once again. And um, until next time, I encourage you to take everything you guys are doing to the next level. And until then, I'm going to let this music play out and uh, I'm out of here. I'll be back next week. Bye-bye.